Dear Lord, let's impact another leader today. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned into the We Are Leaders podcast, where leaders like you join around the globe to build leadership principles through and designed by faith. My leaders, I want to speak about forgiveness. And I need to speak about forgiveness because I was on the phone with a phenomenal spirit by the name of Marie. And Marie, if you don't know Marie, if you go to my YouTube, Jaja's Mike, and you're going to see in the playlist short film, a woman who we did a short film on who you name it, she's been through it. You talking about child molestation, multiple abusive relationships, abortions, rape, date rape, a form of prostitution. Like you can name it, she's been through it and has been literally covered by the blood of jesus and her life is transformed her ministry is just taken off she's touching women around the globe men around the globe with her story and we spoke about forgiveness and one of the things i need to really really hit into the leader today is that my leader who is looking for growth you're looking for freedom you're looking for change and you want to make this change but it's like you feel that you are not in the space to make that change you feel like you don't have that authority to make that change you feel in your fibers that you need to get to a certain level of growth you need to get to a certain level of perfection you need to get to a certain level of self-discovery before god can use you and what was so beautiful, she was just being so transparent about the older she got, there's certain things that she's been called to do that even, even then, as she was appointed in these places, there was just, there was places of sin in her life. And even then, God still used her. So my leader, I want us to very poetically touch on forgiveness i don't know where you are around the globe all i ask that you do is share this podcast with somebody it could be anybody somebody needs to focus on forgiveness and they need to just be reminded forgive yourself forgive yourself okay please this is what god wants you to do this is what god wants you to do my leaders I was put into a position not too long ago where I felt God speaking to my spirit. Jai, I need you to coach seriously. Like seriously, I need you to get into coach Jai mode. And if anybody who's listening to this have ever been in a one-on-one coaching session, via voice blocks or one-on-one at like a Starbucks or a coffee shop, you know that I get into a mode where it is truly for the benefit of the other person I'm helping. I'm going to listen to you. I'm a certified three-hour listener. So if you want to talk for three hours, 
and need somebody to just be that ear, I'm there for you. And I remember just very vividly how the spirit was tugging me. Ja, you need to get into coach mode again. So many of your fellow brethren and your fellow sisterins <laughs> are going through a season of unforgiveness. Like they don't know how to forgive themselves. And they've been doing certain things that just feel so dirty. Like you name the dirtiest thing you've ever seen. And they just feel like that. They feel so dirty. But they feel a calling to do something greater. Because God has called them worthy. And they're asking God how can I be worthy. When I feel so minuscule. Like I just feel like the tiniest grain of sand near the ocean you can't do nothing with me you can't use me there's no way and i'm end up talking about forgiveness many times this year because i i understand that this is a space that the enemy attacks so many times because if we do and cannot forgive. We can't be ourselves. We feel guilty. We feel shameful. Right? So our mind is not on our identity and who God has called us to be, but our mind is on shame. Our mind is on guilt. We feel defeated. Right? Low self-esteem. God can't use that character. Even you listening to this right now, there's times where you battle with unforgiveness and the reason this is titled Forgive Yourself because part of deliverance, when we're talking about deliverance, part of being what a lot of people want, they just want freedom. And not even just freedom from a space of work, their environment, you know, that external feeling of freedom. They want this in internal freedom which comes from the internal dialogue more external things that we think are external are relationships that we used to be in marriages that were broken off old co-workers family members like experiences that we have dear to us that were rather negative and forgiveness speaks to you poetically telling you to forgive this person for what they've done. Just forgive them, please. And part of your heart can't find it in you to do such a thing. Why would I do such a thing when I'm frustrated and I want this other person to know just how frustrated I am? They need to get what they deserve. They need, they need, they need to get what they deserve. Let me get even. And I'm reminded that it's not for you to get even. And so now I got a few verses I want to read. Okay. And I want to make this clear. It is us going towards understanding more about the love of God that frees us 
and that forgives us, okay? So it's not us, oh, I can just, I'm forgiving myself of my sins, all right? That's not what I'm talking about here, right? That's not something we do. That's something of a level of grace that has been granted to us. Um, when we read, and check this out, let me explain. Man, we got so many verses. Matthews 6, 12. And forgive, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. All right, that word debts. Forgive us our debts. There's so many things that we have done. This is a, a clarification, a declaration that we too are not perfect. And many times, you know, when we're, and I want to talk about from the space of detaching away from not being able to forgive individuals who've harmed you, right? First, before I talk about forgiving yourself for the things you've done, one of the things that I'm recognizing more and more is we don't, a lot of times, okay, like to put our space and our mind into this humane territory where we believe or understand the imperfections of other individuals. It's like a lot of us believers, we come to Christ, we all of a sudden, we're cleansed. We've repented. We've gotten baptized. And God has forgiven us of our sins. Okay. But we then hold these grudges. Because now, even though we've experienced this renewal, we still expect now, okay, God, the next thing I need you to do, I need this person to own up and apologize for their mistakes. You know, I need this person to repent for their sins and then come to me with an apology. You know, I just need this other person to get right because this other person is still doing wrong. This other person is still talking down on me. And it's such a negative space to be because you don't give your you don't give yourself an opportunity to win. It's like you're here, you're good. But anytime there is a mentioning of this person, there is bitterness in your soul, bitterness in your heart. That's an unforgiving spirit. And what we are required to do is pray for these people. Pray for your enemies. <laughs> give your enemy water to drink. Like what? Why would I give my enemy water to drink? Why? Pray for this. Pray for your enemies. Pray for the individuals. Right? Your debtors. These are your debtors. People who owe you something. Quote, unquote. Right? Forgive us of our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Right? These people who you feel you owe something. Something that they may never give you. Right? There's things we may, and not even we may, there's some things we'll never be able to repay God for. Like the things he's forgiven us for, it's like it's only by his grace. 
through faith, right? By his grace, through faith, we receive salvation. And it's like, we got to recognize that our freedom holistically doesn't merely come from just us knowing that, okay, our sins have been forgiven, but we need to forgive our debtors. My leader, may I ask in kind of precisely input that much of the bitterness you may be experiencing is due to not being able to forgive people. You know, I don't trust people no more. I don't trust people no more. I've been hurt so long. I've been hurt so bad. I remember I was running today. And something hit me today where I just kind of in my spirit, in my soul, I was grieving for the individuals in life who have been who have been cheated on in a relationship at point of view, you know. I said to myself, dang, I feel so sorry for the individual who's been done so dirty by somebody they thought they can trust. And now, although God has sent them somebody great in their life, they can't even accept or receive this person because they truly believe deep down in their heart they are going to be done dirty. It's going to be done dirty. It's going to be dirty. And so they can't accept this person. They haven't truly forgiven their debtor for what they've done, for the adultery that they've committed. And it's hard. It's like, oh, how can I, how can I, oh. But if you don't, it puts this bondage on you. Isaiah 43:25 I even I am the one who wipes out your transgressions for my own sake and I would not remember your sins. Dang. <laughs> Man. Ephesians 4:32 Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. So, th there's a thing when it comes to forgiveness and forgiving yourself. Forgiving yourself means that we understand that Christ has forgiven us. That's what that means. This is not like self-salvation. Okay? This is understanding, man, Christ, after all that I've done, in my life. The adultery. Right. Which is. Which is. Another word for that. Word adultery. Is unfaithfulness. That's all that is. Unfaithfulness. The reason adultery is so bad. Is because adultery. States that in a covenant. A marriage covenant. An individual has decided to. Cheat. On this covenant. Right by having fornication and things of that matter outside of the covenant that has been put together by God, adultery, an adulterous generation. 
You look at synonyms for adultery and you get unfaithfulness. Many of us still practice unfaithfulness because we have this covenant with God. We have this inheritance. And we're committing adultery, acts of unfaithfulness, which is a sin. And even then, when we repent of our sins and we come clean to Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us God in Christ has forgiven you. He's forgiven me. Colossians. <laughs> Colossians. Chapter 3, verse 13. Bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Oh my goodness. Why? 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 Why are we in the scriptures so many times? And it's crazy because the the argument here is that in order to forgive other individuals, we have to. So this comes the second argument and the second point of justification here is that in order for you to even have the perspective to forgive somebody else for your sake, for your freedom, my leader, you must know that even in the dirt that you have committed, even if it's been recently, if you're a believer. And have confessed these things to Jesus Christ. His example says, I've forgiven you, my child. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are around the globe. But that's powerful. And many of you always say, man, well, how many times can, you know, God forgive me? How many times? And that question is rather dangerous because the point is not how many times can Jesus Christ forgive us. Right? We're covered by the blood of Jesus. It's not how many times does the Lord forgive us. It's, okay, now that I've committed these sins, Lord, how can you change my heart so I don't desire to do these things. I don't desire anymore to, to sin. I don't desire anymore to have this feeling of transgression with somebody else. Like this tumultuous relationship is toxic. Dear Lord, how can I be the example setter in this relationship during these tumultuous times? Because I do want to forgive. And if I don't forgive, I know that I truly can experience peace. Because I'm living with evil placed in my heart by unforgiveness. I'm living with it. It's tormenting me. It's tormenting. But, but Coach Jadis, you don't even understand what this person did. Coach. I don't. I agree with you. I do not, but I do understand your level of torment. I do understand that. 
You know, one of the reasons I struggled in the beginning to, Holy Spirit, let me speak, to do life coaching was when I was at the University of Texas. I say University of Texas, Texas Southern University. When I was at Texas Southern University, um, and I was a pre-pharmacy major, you know, I, I did that because it was like the Nigerian thing to do. And as I was doing it, I knew that in my spirit this wasn't for me. I was just doing it for the accolades, the feeling of identity. But I knew in my spirit it's not something I wanted to do long term. And anything your heart is not in, you're just not going to finish it. You're not going to follow through. Um, I know some people who can, though. I'm one of these people, if my heart is not in it, I just can't follow through. Not for long. But I remember, I didn't take responsibility truly for the direction of my life. As far as owning the fact that, okay, I may want to do something else. And inevitably, I end up having a feeling of resentment towards my parents at one point. Like it was their fault that I was a pre-pharmacy major. Now, I was just a, a high school basketball student who suffered a heart problem, who never had a plan after that. I wanted to play college ball. I never had a plan for a major. I wasn't thinking about college. I put myself in that situation. And I had resentment going to university like my parents don't understand me. And I started to resent them for some time. I would leave the university, drop out, I would come back just struggling. You know, and I, there was a point in time where I even had resentment for my father. There was just resentment there like, dang, God. Like, he don't understand me. He wants me to do this, but I don't want to do that. So this tug of war, this battle of us not understanding each other. And it wouldn't be until I started to pursue videography and photography that my life would change. And this was me coming to know certain things that I actually enjoyed, that I liked. But even then, it was still a battle, if I share you all a short story, of forgiving my father. And the reason I had to forgive my father, because it wasn't my father's fault that I disagreed with him and his philosophy. And it wasn't his fault that I disagreed with him, right? Our opinions were, and our views were different. And I had to recognize if I don't get the right perspective and practice this forgiveness for not having the initial support, I'm going to resent this individual. So God would start me on a process of learning how to forgive individuals who don't quite see eye to eye with me. You don't always got to hold a grudge when somebody doesn't see eye to eye. 
What is this holding a grudge? So it took a, a space in my mind. It took a, a place in my heart. And because I was holding a grudge, God can never release my true identity. That is rooted and grounded in love. We're talking about forgive your debtors. There's a space of love that's so tailored in forgiveness that is so valuable and cherishable. Although it's not the thing we talk about in society because it makes us seem so soft and so weak. Forgiveness is important. And as soon as I forgave my father for not seeing eye to eye with me. I then had to look inward. And forgive myself for not being a perfect son. For not being a perfect human. Period. It seems backwards, right? Dang, you have to forgive your father first and then. And the only reason I took that numerical route was because during learning how to forgive through loving myself more, understanding what the word speaks on about love, I realized, dang, I've been kind of rebellious because if I look at the things that I'm doing to myself in my own life, I don't really love myself. How can you forgive yourself if you don't love yourself? Your identity and who you are is tailored on loving yourself. Loving yourself is tailored on a constant renewal of knowing that God loves you the way you are. How wacky you are, how crazy you are. And chooses to forgive you each and every day. And if I could serve a God that forgives me every single day, knowing how messed up I am, why can't I forgive others? And so first, forgiving my father, the next thing I had to learn is forgive other people too. Who, who else can I forgive? Who else am I harboring a space in my heart that's eating me up? And I can name a number of people. And I had to slowly, slowly start to remove this evil spirit known as unforgiveness. I'm contradicting the very idea of my Lord and Savior. I'm contradicting. This is where we lock ourselves up and we start to experience the inability to trust y'all got a homie who she has shown me so much about what trust and forgiveness means i was like man if she can forgive i know i can continue to forgive when she has every reason not to forgive and it made me think of other individual situation um even some of the people i'm coaching you know to speak openly more about forgiveness and ask the question, who have you not forgiven in your life? Who is it? Who will we holding the grudge against? How can we release that space 
so that we can open up more energy for you to do the things that you are called to do. Your mental space does not need to have to deal with these issues. It's almost like torment. And many of us right now listening, it's like some of you all are not going to forgive until you hear an apology. I need to hear an apology from this person. I need to know if this person sincerely me. What if when you get that apology, it doesn't sound sincere? You want a second apology? He need, they need to sound sincere now? So you'll still never forgive this person. What if that person never says, I'm sorry? You will go your lifetime with unforgiveness. And it's crazy because there's many scriptures on the fact that if you don't go towards forgiveness first, there's many other doors that won't open for you. It's tough, man. It's <laughs> That's why we're going to be talking more about forgiveness and how it represents the love of Jesus Christ. But I just want my leader today to know that, look. There's two types of forgiveness that we're talking about right now in this audio. And it's forgiving yourself through fate, right? Through the fate that Jesus Christ has forgiven your sins, right? He's forgiven your debts. And knowing that the Bible tells us to forgive our debtors, like Christ has forgiven us. Right? P pay it forward, you know, pay it forward. Because how do you feel? Knowing that you've been forgiven. Like, think about the torment you feel before repenting and telling God and, and having that clear conscience. Think about that torment. What if you not forgiving that other person is leaving that individual in that same space of just being stuck, right? Because maybe they haven't gone to Christ to have that full renewal of the mind. And they're just stuck on maybe looking at you like a Christ, right? And waiting on your, and they're waiting on your apology. Why not be the bigger person? Why not be the bigger person? Regardless of what may come out of their mouth, the type of noise, the type of nonsense, it may curse you out. But it's not for you to get even. Now, we're looking for peace. Remember. And this is not to negate the fact that your debtor may have disrespected you. They absolutely did. I'm on your side, my leader. But this is about being a leader, being a bigger person. That's what this is about. That's what this is entirely about, okay? My leader, I want you to forgive yourself for any sin you may have committed. And I just want you to repent. Let's have a clear conscience moving through the rest of this week. And let's repent for our sins. God still loves you. He's still going to use you. He's still using you as we speak. But we need to forgive, okay? We need to forgive, my leader. Forgive, forgive. Remember that. Tell yourself that I forgive myself for messing up. And Father, please forgive me. Please forgive me of my sins. So forgiving yourself is predicated on just repent. Allow God to confirm in your spirit how to move forward. 
And even if you can't contact your debtors, right, like a collect call that we be dodging 98% of the time, <laughs> them bill collectors, pray for these people. Because praying is going to, that's, the, that's one of the strongest acts that you can do. You know, you ain't really got to talk to somebody who may, who's going to piss you off and, and get you out of your Christ-like nature. Stay at your healthy distance. You know what I mean? Social distance. And pray. Get in your room. Get on your knees and pray for this person. Pray for the changes you want to see. Pray for the healing that this person needs. Pray for the revelation for them to go towards Jesus Christ and repent. Pray for their spirits. Pray for their character. Pray for their attitude. Pray for their fits of rage. Pray for that pettiness. Like, just pray, pray, pray. Ask God to remove. Like, cleanse that person with a prayer. In Jesus' name, cleanse them. That's one of the most powerful ways to start your forgiveness. My uh, pastor, mentor, whatever you want to call that superstar woman. You know, there's many things she had to forgive that she'll speak on on the We Are Leaders podcast in the future. And... You know, she's had to pray for some certain people who she would have never thought she would ever pray for. Ever. Ever. But she found herself doing it. And she started to see change. And when you hear that story, it's going to blow you out of your mind. And so she's learned so much about this, this nature of forgiveness. And my leader, forgive yourself by knowing that Jesus Christ has forgiven you and he's using you and he wants to use you. You don't got to be this perfect person to start doing what God wants you to do. Nah, but you do got to know you're forgiven. Remember that, okay? My leaders, let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for the leader who is here from around the globe. And dear Lord, we ask that today you open our hearts Open our minds, open our spirits. Allow us to acknowledge where we've been hurt, who's hurt us. Let's acknowledge it. And Father, we ask that you give us the strength today to pray for these people. Pray for that relationship that's not perfect. Pray for the pain that's in our hearts because of that one conversation or that one fight, that one, that one misunderstanding. Or that one act of abuse. Like we pray for these people. We pray for their minds. We pray for their souls. That they would come to you Father. Repent of their sins. But we ask for them to also experience a peace. And experience this level of love. So that they can change. That your love. Permeates in them. And they change. Father because that's your work. That's what you do. My yelling. My anger. My bashing. My cursing. Does not change this person. But your love. Your Holy Spirit. Your conviction. You change people. You draw people to you. So Father we ask for that level of space to be. Open. As we start seeing change in these people. Lord we forgive them. We've given them to you today. Our lives will never be the same. Because we've chosen. We've chosen to forgive. And Father we're also choosing to forgive ourselves. Father we repent. Of our sins, Jesus Christ, you know what we've done. We, you know what we've been thinking. You know, we know what we've been considering. 
Father, give us the strength to endure and move past that and go towards your promise, Lord. Father, please forgive us of our sins. Lord, we apologize. We are sorry sincerely. The flesh was weak. So, Father, we move past the flesh today and we forgive ourselves. Father, we are choosing to love ourselves like we've never loved ourselves before. We are loving ourselves. We're going to set an example for your love moving forward. Father, my leaders and I will never be the same after today because we are choosing to accept the fact that you've forgiven us. So, Father, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.